Welcome back to Off the Board Sports, and a big baseball series kicks off today as the Baltimore Orioles are hosting the Tampa Bay Rays as a four-game series kicks off tonight, 7 o'clock Eastern Time, 4 out west where we are, and that should be a fun, exciting series. Right now, Baltimore holding the two-game lead over Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay will try, try to come in and cut that down, of course. Also, we got Texas and Toronto. I don't know if anybody saw the Texas Rangers going into Toronto and the way they've been playing, especially late. Got the bad news yesterday that Scherzer's most likely done for the year and now uh, looking for a four-game sweep of that series. So that was a big series and a much-needed series for them. Also going to give our thoughts on that. Also, we've got some big series heading into the weekend as we're going to be covering that tomorrow. We also got the Thursday night game on tap today. Philadelphia and Minnesota. Uh, we're going to give our thoughts on that and keys to that game as well. Uh, but also the big news that we have let it die down over the last couple of days or so where everyone was over and giving their thoughts on Aaron Rodgers. Uh, one, I'm going to lead it there first because obviously we've got to give our opinions on this. Uh, I know there's some guys out there and some people out there thinking they should go sign a veteran quarterback. A couple of quarterbacks on the free agency market. Carson Wentz is the number one option. Also got Joe Flacco. Colin Kaepernick reached out. But uh, what are your thoughts? Does Zach Wilson, is he more than capable of getting this uh, job done for the Jets this season? Yeah, well, I don't believe in Zach Wilson. I said it time and time again when he was drafted out of BYU. He had a fantastic college career, but he could never translate to the NFL and the pace. But um, he played pretty well in that Monday night after taking over from Ro- for Rodgers. Um, I thought it was more the defense that really uh, came up with the big plays. You saw Jordan Whitehead, a career high, three interceptions. Josh Allen, the gunslinger that he is, just kept flinging it over the middle. Two Throws down the field in double coverage was easily picked off. The third was a great read for Jordan Whitehead. So I believe this loss is more on Josh Allen and that offense not uh, possessing the ball against a stingy New York defense as well as just the mistakes. Um, I, you saw Rodgers go out. They didn't capitalize uh, when Wilson came in. They left the Jets around. Their defense uh, picked them up, and they got those big t- turnovers. And then you saw an overtime Fantastic, uh, exciting game. You saw the kick return after that. I, th- I think this loss is more on Josh Allen than the New York Jets, as I as I said earlier with Coach McDermott. Um, but I don't know if you see it the same way. But back to your answer your question with Zach Wilson, I think he can lead this team. I mean, they have weapons around, and there's no questions about that with the two uh, running backs as well as the receiving core. I think he just it's going to be up to him if he can make the reads. Uh, get the ball to the playmakers, Garrett Wilson, uh, precisely. Um, they'll be okay in this uh, division, but um, it's he hasn't shown it yeah. in years uh, when he first came into the league. Um, now he has a little bit more weapons and talent. Let's see what he can do. Yeah, he also has uh, Aaron Rodgers that he's going to be helping him as much as he can with game film, getting him week to week up to date on another opponent. But uh, I feel like the Jets with their defense, and it was very evident on Monday night how good they are. I love the number one uh, first-round pick, McDonald. Had a great first game, got a sack, three tackles at the outside linebacker position. But you also pair him up with C.J. Mosley. And then you all know they got Sauce Garner and Jordan Whitehead, the acquisition from Tampa Bay. 
Uh, but I feel like this defense, and to me, the way I see it, I feel like they're a lot like the San Francisco 49ers on that end of the ball. Very physical, fast, quick, can get pressure on the quarterback. And now you look at the offensive side. Juan, you mentioned this is their best in terms of what they got at the running back position with Dalvin Cook and Bryce Hall. Uh, he needs to stay healthy for a full season, though, in my opinion. Uh, questionable next week already with a knee injury. We'll see if he's a go there. But I think that's going to be key. Get that running game going. you got one of the best uh, one-two combos in the game now. And you get Zach Wilson in third and shorts and manageable downs, and I think he's more than capable of making those plays. Yes, he had the turnover against Buffalo, but he didn't let that get get him down, and you saw in his first and second season. I think he's more than capable of leading this team to the playoffs. Uh, now that's a dev- different story getting into the playoffs, but I just still think this team is a very good football team and on the defensive side of the ball and offensively, like I said. So I think the Jets will be fine. I know everyone's... Uh, Counting them out now. This odds have really dipped on them. Just going real quickly. 65 to 1 to win the Super Bowl now. 31 to 1 to win the AFC and in the division plus 550. But uh, I feel like if he can make the throws, uh, that defense leads them like they did last year. Uh, I think they'll be just fine, in my opinion. Yeah, that's a good point as well. Let's be leading into the MLB as it winds down only a few more weeks. And we got some tight races, yep. especially in the AL West. You saw the Rangers turn things around quickly. They have some bad news with Max Serger. My pick as a sleeper in the AL, 25-1 to 1 to win the AL, 50 win the whole thing. We'll see how everything pans out. They got themselves in great uh, position after that horrible start to the second half and blew that lead. But, yeah, they've won three of the last three in Toronto, going for the clean fourth today. I'm a, that's where I'm going to go into my first free pick, my only free pick today. I'm going to stay away from this Thursday night game. I'm going to go Texas uh, with plus money here. I know Toronto has a, their ace going with Kevin Gosman. He hasn't really been pitching particularly well over his last four or five stars. He had a good start last game, but previous outings have been hit and has been uh, giving up runs. I expect Nathan Avoldi, you know, coming back from the IR, 11-4, ERA's good. To keep this uh, hot start going, headed into the weekend, uh, going to Cleveland tomorrow for them, for the Rangers. I expect the Rangers to get it done. I like where I'm getting the value, especially how hot the bad spin in Toronto. Give me a plus one uh, to 25 here. Yeah, that's a good pick. And I'm going in the marquee series, and we're going to talk about it a little bit here. I'm going to the Baltimore Orioles here, minus 135. You look at who they got on the mound today. Kyle Bradish, who's arguably been their most consistent starter at 11-6, 3.03 ERA. On the other side is the big acquisition at Aaron Seville. Um, I like the Orioles. I think if people are going to really, and the Orioles themselves are going to really be uh, taken seriously in the next coming years because they got the number one farm system in Major League Baseball. They got tons of prospects coming up. Uh, so I feel like I think Baltimore in this spot, four-game series, two-game lead in the AL East. Here's their time to shine. Take three of four. Even split is not the worst-case scenario, but I think they're going to shoot for three out of four. And meanwhile, Tampa Bay, we know how well they play at home. Uh, but I think Baltimore at home will be equally exciting. You know, you got Adam Jones night retiring his number at Baltimore, the great Baltimore center fielder. Uh, but I think the Orioles get it done today, and they come out and make a statement and say the East is ours this year. Yeah, that's a good point. I know you have them to win the AL, AL East at plus 25-1, to 1, but, hey, uh, Tampa Bay just uh, right on their heels, and this series can determine a lot in this division. Uh, Baltimore, they let some games get away last series against St. Louis. Didn't uh, play up to par there, but that's okay. Now they have their chance back to regain those games on Tampa Bay. But um, like you mentioned, I think if the key is Baltimore to just get two, uh, just stay uh, two up in the division, don't uh, overthink this. But uh, if you can get three and gain a game on Tampa Bay, more uh, credit to them. Tampa Bay, for their sake, they got to get three out of four or less. 
they just have to split as well headed yeah. down to the last two weeks and I just hope uh, things can uh, fall right for them but yeah I think it's, it's going to be a fantastic series starting the night um, I like actually Tampa Bay today um, to take game one I think Aaron Seville on the mound uh, will keep that ball low and the Tampa Bay bats will get to Kyle Bradich, who has pitched excellent for Baltimore, but uh, has been a little bit uh, shaky at times. So I think Tampa Bay w- could take advantage of that. But yeah, Marco, uh, you see it the same way. You see Baltimore. Well, today. Baltimore struggling the way last series yeah. against the Cardinals. You know, you saw yesterday only scoring. I just kind of got shut out. Sorry about that. They only allowed one run. It was a very uh, pathetic uh, series, in my opinion. They've played so well all year long, but I was really. Uh, thinking they would at least take two out of three, especially with the ad on the mound, uh, considering that he was the minor leaguer. They got traded for Jack Flaherty, Rome. Uh, but he pitched well. you got to give credit where credit's due. The Orioles uh, lineup, at, I don't believe, have been shut out this year, but i got to double-check on that. But uh, it's all about timely hits. It's about, all about if you got runners in scoring position and if you're pitching, you got to shut that opposition down. You can't allow two out hits, two out RBIs, obviously. Uh, but I think Baltimore will be fine, and like I said, I expect them to take three out of four and, and get, be in a good position the final two weeks. And going to win our <laughs> final uh, topic of the day in a short show, like I said, we got a big show this week, and of course, college football tomorrow. Got a lot of topics tomorrow. Minnesota-Philadelphia. Minnesota goes to Philadelphia. Right now, the line is sitting at minus six. The Eagles are giving away. Total is at 49. A lot of injuries on the Eagles' side. You saw them squeak by New England after getting out uh, a comfortable lead in that one, and the Patriots are rallying back in that one as well. Minnesota's defense, first game under Brian Flores, was much improved, but that was Tampa Bay and Baker Mayfield. How do you see this game going, Juan, quickly? Yeah, well, you talked about the injuries for the Eagles. They're going to be shorthanded, you know, on the defensive side as well as the offense. You know, Kenny Gainworth will be out of this game as well as their defense, their cornerback, Bradbury, as well as another corner from the left side. But I'm looking at this game more or less. I'm going to under. I really like this under. I think it's already went down a half a whole point. It was at 49 this morning, went down to 48 just now. Um, I'm looking the under. I think it's going to be low scoring, especially Minnesota missing their center. I expect the Eagles' front line to still create a lot of pressure on Kirk Cousins. And, you know, when you create those pressures on him, he's turnover prone of very likely throughout his career. I'm going under more than anything. I think the Eagles do get the job done. But, you know, Jalen Hurts, um, maybe a statement game here on Thursday night, did not play well in week one after getting his contract extension. 22 out of 33, only for 170 yards against a very good New England defense. But uh, you expect bigger things in game one. Maybe it's today against a weak uh, Minnesota secondary. You know, they struggled all year ago against the pass. Uh, let's see if Jalen Hurts can explode them and uh, put some numbers up for the Eagles. Yeah, certainly uh, that's going to be key. Also, I'm going to be looking for Jalen Hurts to get more uh, running plays called and his number called in that regard without Kenneth Gainwell, who had excellent game one. You got DeAndre Swift there. But I think Jalen Hurts also going to be very well balanced in the running game. I Also leaning under here, I love it. For the fact that Philadelphia, I think, will milk the clock, take the possessions down. And we know what Minnesota is going to do on their end. Kirk Cousins will come out throwing it 30-sometimes. Not much of a running game there. They've got to be more balanced under O'Connell. They're working with Madison, uh, the fifth year out of Boise State running back. But they got to be balanced, in my opinion. If they don't, I think Philadelphia's defense is more than capable of getting pressure on Cousins and getting a few turnovers as well, as we know Cousins is prone to the pick as well. Yeah, definitely. He is very prone to the pick as well as fumbles throughout his QB career. But yeah, that's going to be wrapping up for us today. As we just mentioned, a short recap of these marquee games. You know, got Texas and uh, Toronto wrapping up their series as well as the opening series of the division and uh, 
AL East, Baltimore and Tampa Bay, and of course the Thursday night game. Join us tomorrow for a recap of all these three topics, as well as the latest topics headed into tomorrow, as well as the weekend. Uh, Join us tomorrow. Good luck.